You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Are you tired of the I can't mindset? The I'm not good enough mindset? Do you feel like your negative thoughts control your life? Well, you came to the right place. Because in the next 30 minutes, you will learn how to break free from the limiting mindset of anxiety, fear, victimization, depression, trauma, and self-hatred by reprogramming your subconscious mind. It's time to master your mind with Dr. Erica. Hello, hello, good people, and welcome to Master Your Mind with Dr. Erica. Thank you so much for joining me today. Today is a good day, and I just want to stop and take a deep breath. Just release it. Just one more deep breath. And release just acknowledging that we are present, that we are alive, and that we are human, all in different places, perhaps different time zones, different situations, but we're all here on our life's journey because we want to grow, we want to expand, and we really want to begin to create our best versions of ourselves and, and really do the best we can Uh, with our journey in life. And so I'm always a firm advocate of, you know, growing and changing. Because as I see life, I see that we're all worthy and deserving of happiness, of joy, of connection and fulfillment. But we get stuck. And so what I hope to do with, with with the talk show and with the guests that I have is to push you to continue to expand, to push you past your comfort zone and try new things and and really uh, have courage to step out of your comfort zone because that's where the growth happens, the change happens. And that's where you get to really get to really explore the best parts of yourself that is all inside. You just haven't been aware of it. And so, um, I'm really um, right now focused on reconnecting as we come through this um, kind of pandemic. I feel like we're breathing a little bit freer right now. And so I am um, looking to start a support group for women and really just helping us reconnect to wherever you are, whatever you have going on in your life, just show up as you are perfectly as you are and um, just um, share your story share your inspiration you know share the things that matter most to you and what you've learned along your journey and so um, look um, to my website at healthyminds.expert for when we will get started with that also I just want to let you all know that CBD is my go-to when I want to reduce uh, stress, when I want to get myself back in balance and get focused. And I encourage anyone out there dealing with anxiety, stress, insomnia, just to name a few, pain, to really check out the benefits of CBD for these areas because there is a growing uh, awareness of the benefits of CBD and um, there will be more to come. And so, again, go to my website, healthyminds.expert. If you are interested in coaching with me or if you're interested in starting uh, your therapy uh, process for change, reach out to me. 
Um, I am excited. I have um, my special guests back for part two. I don't know if you remember, but a couple of weeks ago, um, I had Dr. Elsbeth Moit and uh, Freddie Zental Weaver here, and um, they're back. Uh, their book uh, is an audio. It's called Sexual Enlightenment, How to Create Lasting Fulfillment in Life, Love, and Intimacy, and they are co-founders of the Tantra Nova Institute here in Chicago. They have assisted more than 10,000 couples and singles in rekindling and expanding their love and relationships over the past decade. And I just want to say right now, we really, again, it is such a, a pivotal time for me, I think, in reconnecting. And they have such a fascinating story uh, in, in way that they're going to help us to kind of get reconnected. So, um, Moit and Weaver are longtime couples in life and work. They come from dramatically different backgrounds. She's a German immigrant to the U.S. who was a top management consultant for many years and in her adult years consciously moving away from a sexually repressive childhood. He, on the other hand, an African-American man, son of a highly regarded psychiatrist and pioneer of creative self-discovery, who grew up in San Francisco, the nexus of sexual revolution. And so when they met after connecting on a tantric dating site, it indeed seemed destined. The East Indian teachings of Tantra, most often associated with sexual pleasure, are more completely about mastering one's energy for full embodiment of life. And so the couple realized that they could help others to find a tantric path to joy through the workshops, coaching, speaking engagements, and other programs. And they're offering a free gift um, that you will be able to download. I will provide it at the link um, when this um, airs. And so go there to connect because um, there's so much more uh, that um, they have to offer. So welcome back. Thank you so much for being here, Dr. Elspeth and Freddie. And so just... Um, I just really want to talk about this, getting a little deeper on this sexual energy and this heart connection. Thank you, Dr. Erica. What a great introduction. Wow. I don't know that we need to say anything else now. <laughs> uh, I'm excited about what's to come. Great to be back. Yeah. Thank you so much. It's great to be back. Thank you so much for being here. So just tell us a little bit about what is this sexual energy that you speak about in this kind of heart connection? Well, you know, what we have been doing for the last 21 years with couples and singles and individuals is teaching practices that allow individuals, couples individually specifically, because whether you're couplehood or not, you're still doing your own work, to tap deeply and get beyond the story that we live in, which comes from our experiences that we've had with each other and way before that to live into what's possible because people come to us with an idea of what they want in their life. Coming from that there's nobody creating their life but them, the practices of energetically being able to be the observer of what we're creating gives us the space to create something totally new and different that we've never done before, which is our lineage, really the creative process of creating something new. Mm -hmm. And in our work, we guide both couples and singles into tapping in a more conscious way into 
to their beautiful life force energy that is sexual, which means it's creative because this is the energy that brings forth life. And um, none of us really had any education in becoming aware and conscious of that wonderful energy. And in the practices, what we connect is our sex energy with our heart energy. You know, we can have sex without being truly intimate. I mean, that two bodies are together and we go through the motions. It may feel great, but there is no higher connection there. And we actually get that quite a bit or that one of the partners, you know, wants to have sex. The other is not so eager. And the second one wish that there was perhaps more, you know, easing into it and connecting with the breath and all of that. So the differences of desires, but how can we bridge that, that we become truly connected and each of us can feel connected within and with each other. So that is then what we want to cultivate is the connecting our sexual life force energy with our heart energy so that we breathe up, filling the belly with our wonderful creative energy that doesn't have to feel aroused at all times you know it's actually most of the time it's subtle and that is how we start practicing it breathing it up into the heart when i breathe into the heart it not only opens it expands and that opens me then to my beloved yeah i want to add to this so to, to even further kind of unpack this in a very simple way that you know, there are processes that we that people go through in the workshop that give them actionable insights into something that they want to create. You know, oh, wow, I see why I fight with my wife because I fought with my mother or whatever it might be. Okay, once you get that actionable insight, you know, that's left brain analytical, I get it. Energetically, though, how that shows up for us is where these practices become the energetic approach to transforming something that we're wanting to create that we haven't done before. So working consciously with sexual energy. Okay, so when we're in that energy, we're more open, loving, vulnerable, receptive. Anyway, chemically we're changed. We're in an altered state, more endorphin, serotonin, oxytocin, the feel-good hormones. So we teach specific distinctions around being in that energy, okay, in terms of breath awareness, energetic awareness, and intention. Again, I want to create whatever it is I want to create. So that now in that altered state of that sexual arousal, high or low, we are more intimately vulnerable to that subconscious aspect of our story making, our belief system, our energetic self than we normally are. And that's where the magic of working with sexual energy becomes a way to get to and move through and create with ease and flow what we most deeply desire. How do you, what does that look like? What, what does that look like in, in more practical terms? Because we had talked a little bit about before we we aired about these couples that I work with and how they both are intentional about wanting to be together both are intentional about wanting to move past the past hurts or you know blaming and pointing fingers how do we get them to come to a place where they will allow themselves to be vulnerable to tap into that um, sexual energy to connect with the both feminine and masculine energies, which some men don't even acknowledge. Great question. 
Yes. So let's actually go first to the heart center because the heart center is really the reconciler and that will open us up further to the sexual so that we can truly be connected and aware with our own wonderful sexual life force energy and then bring this together so that we can circulate that wonderful life or sexual energy through the heart, you know? So, um, I want to say this too, that one of the things that we teach that are different from normal lovemaking in working with sexual energy, because people do come in with these old stories. I don't want to be exposed. I don't want him to touch me or her to touch. I don't trust, you know, because we're so intimate, again, physically, emotionally changed. There are roles assigned. So there's a giver and there's a receiver. Okay, we'll come back to that in a moment so that we um, can work a little bit first through that what may keep us from each other. You know, you said when they are blaming or when there's anger and there's anger and blame in any relationship, no matter how evolved we are, because all of us are human and at times we are angry or we don't get what we want or there was some injustice or a promise was not fulfilled, you know? And so how do we come together when there was an irritation, when there was a breakdown, you know? So we really focus then on the heart because when I'm angry, the last thing is for me to connect, you know, with Freddie. I'm just more distant. I don't want to have anything to do with him at that moment, you know? My little kid comes up, you know, no. So how can I move out of that quickly? Now, one thing in relationship is uh, important, which is that we have an agreement as a couple that we both are willing to move beyond our self-righteousness, our anger. Not that there may not be something to listen, to be listened to, but not from an angry place because there is nothing to be resolved. So how do we get out of that angle state, that blame state, that disconnect? So the agreement is then that we both commit ourselves to shifting out of it. And each of us can only shift out of their own anger. I cannot make Freddie shift out of his anger, you know? So I wanna work with myself, shift. And one way to do that is to really bring my awareness to my heart center. Like that's a conscious choice. It may not be easy at in the moment, but because that is what I'm committed to, I'm more committed to the harmony in the relationship than you know, staying in anger and disconnect. So one, the first step is actually I connect with my heart. And if I need a moment, I'm not gonna open my mouth. You know, I drop into the heart, I breathe and I feel my heart. Perhaps there's also something that my heart wants to let me know that I couldn't listen to because I was so, you know, anxious and angry. So I connect with my heart. And then when I'm more connected in my heart, that is when I open my mouth. And let me add that this part of the practice is where 
some some focus and intentionality is required initially once we tap into the heart it's remembered oh i know this place because it's very familiar to us yet but where we live is in our story making in our belief system in our old experience in our old you know and so when we tap into the heart we can become again this observer of that old stuff to then move with freedom and grace and flow towards what i'm intending to want and what i want to create beyond what we are in this clay and memory and, and neurosynaptic you know uh, response I like that. So in the moment of the the argument or in the moment of trying to work through the the emotion that is has become the barrier, then you would suggest just close your eyes or just stay quiet, don't say anything and tap into your heart and just breathe into your heart. And am I remembering love? Am I what then? is my focus well, a couple of things one is breathing so you want to do the parasympathetic breathing where you're breathing into the nose the lungs extending the diaphragm and belly because we have to think to do that so that gives a little pause a little space from the story making the conversation and the belief so that gives us a little bit of distance from how the the total felt sense of that story is affecting me right and the breath is oxygenating and all the endorphins and serotonin all the good stuff is starting to happen a little bit and then we start to bring in the words of the heart you know actually it's really you know wherever we bring our awareness to energy follows so when my awareness is on being right and making freddie wrong that is where my energy follows that is where i am however when i intervene into that feeling into that sense into that resistance when i intervene and bring my awareness to the heart the energy follows so it is just by bringing the awareness there i feel more connected with my heart and my heart nobody's heart is self-righteous this is the beauty of the heart. It's a frequency that is very giving and open without any work. You just need to bring our awareness to it. So that, you know, opens up a different space for myself where I then can turn to Freddie. And then this practice that we teach uh, couples that we also do almost daily, uh, we call it a tantric wiki, and it's not having sex, it is actually a heart connection. And where I, instead of continue arguing or stamping my foot on the floor, I open my heart first to myself, and out of that I can open my heart to him. Let me add something that, as Elspeth was talking, coming to that place from that stilted belief that I, you're wrong because of what happened and what you did and I'm right because of what I feel and it's real. That observer place is the part that has to be cultivated because we are more than all these stories and all these experiences and not to diminish the impact that they've had. It's how are they living for us now? And so in the physicality of the practices, the yoga, energetic yoga of this work, that's where we develop this observer or this witness place. And that's where she's coming from to go into the heart to then move into the yes. new, new you. So, the it, new you. <laughs> so it could be like, I love it. There is some, you know, has been something in the air for us. Uh, and I may be working at my computer. 
So Freddie Mate has come over to the computer and is doing the following. Mm, yeah, I just would do a, like a mudra with one hand in her heart and the, in the middle of her chest at the uh, uh, heart and then in the back and between the shoulder blades in the middle of the back. And I would just be still and I would breathe in together. We'd breathe in together. What's my breath? And then breathe out mm -hmm. together. And we just, we both commit to getting out of whatever is going on in our head. What is he doing? Or I'm busy, blah, 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 whatever it is to just be in that experience. Yeah, let's just stay there for a moment because you really can feel it breathing in together. I don't even have to look at him. I may just close my eyes. And in that breathing together, we become one. We cannot help that because when once we breathe together we are in sync now the more we practice it the more quickly we can go there and it only works by agreement because if we didn't have the agreement for freddie to come over to me or in a different situation i may go to freddie when there is dissonance if we didn't have the agreement to connect like this I would be very irritated that he interrupts me in the middle of my work, you know, however, given the agreement, even when it feels like mm, I'm so busy and focused, you know, but I know this one minute connection will alter me, will alter the connection here, and then I'm freer to continue working, you know, and so it needs to be by agreement and it needs to be practiced. Let's show you one other uh, of these heart to heart connections. Let me ask you. So it only takes one person to put the hand on the heart and then the hand in between the, the blades. It doesn't take both people to do it. No, but it just has to be by agreement by both. By agreement by both people, but only one has to to do the, the touching. I love yeah. that. Mm -hmm. So that's the first version. We'll show you now another version where we both get engaged. Um, the beauty of this first version is that when one really, you know, wants to connect or reconnect or, you know, bridge the gap, Initiate. then he or she can just walk over with their heart open, with his heart, heart open, or when I go to him with my heart open. So we can, he or she can initiate. This one, it's like a mutual moment where we just wanna connect. Yeah. Also, we may have been a little bit disconnected. That feels a little awkward, but can I just? No, that's closest. Okay, either way. <laughs> So, so it's just a hand over the other person's heart. Yes. Mm -hmm. Or their like center of their chest. And left eye, left eye gaze. And then I synchronize. Go ahead. Just the left eye is connected with the right brain hemisphere, which is the feeling, the experiential, the artistic, the creative dimension of the brain. So when I look into Freddie's left eye and he into mine, of course, we look with both eyes, but into the partner's left that right brain hemisphere gets automatically activated. Like we move immediately more into the feeling connecting state instead of analyzing, 
why is he looking at me like this? You know, <laughs> I don't want to look. I can't look into his eyes. He'll, something will be found out. I don't know. <laughs> so you're gazing at each other, but the focus is on yeah. each other's left eye. Yes. Nice. And then we breathe in together. And we breathe out together. On the inhalation, we receive from the beloved's hand into our heart. On the exhalation, we send from our heart into the beloved's heart. Breathing in, receiving, which is love and heart energy from the other. On the exhalation, we send, I send my love and heart energy into Freddie's heart. Breathing in, receiving love, exhaling, sending love. And then you can see we have the circuit. And then again, through the synchronized breath, we become one. It just happens and it happens very quickly. And it's actually, things really disappear. Now we are in a state, if there's something that needs attention, you know, like if there was a promise broken or if there was an assumed promise that there were, you know, different understandings or just a feeling sadness happiness disappointment whatever the feeling is without the other being made wrong but what does show up is choice one can choose to stay in their position or choose to drop into the heart and if they're both committed to re-reconciling then that's what they do and these practices energetically lead you to that place and you can choose you know have another way of demonstrating this connection energetic connection between two people do you want to do yeah so this is an energy ball so it just shows the connection and so when i complete the connection within myself this ball lights up when i add elsbeth to it the ball lights up can you see it so So the circuit is when she connects with my finger at her forehead the ball lights up and when I disconnect, the circuit is broken. The circuit is broken. And is and that an intentional? No, 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 no. Or is this it just energetic? This basically has a little battery in it, and it works on the same principle as a light switch, open and closed systems. But what it illustrates is the connectedness. We, you can do this with large groups or small, you know, or one on one. But the illustration of the connection is what really becomes so really just exaggerated with this example. Yeah. In terms of, you know, you go into a room, good vibes, bad vibes, or what am I actually putting out energetically? Yeah, absolutely. And energy is so elusive. You know, we cannot see the radio frequencies or the Wi-Fi frequencies or television frequencies in the room that we are sitting on right now, everybody in their room or in their car or wherever they are. But we don't see them. But how we know that they exist is like that we can connect here over Zoom or over a radio frequency or podcast frequency, you know, it's a, so, but we cannot touch these frequencies and cannot see them. Also the frequencies that run between two people or the frequencies that run through me, like here, when I do it on my own, when I connect here, my inner circuit is completed. So the beauty of the ball, the energy ball, is that it makes energy visible and audible. You know, we cannot hear 
the vibrations that go from my vocal cords to your eardrums and Freddie's eardrums. We can hear them, but we cannot see them. Just like with the other way, with light, the other way around, we can see light, daylight, I mean, sunlight or the light of a bulb, but we cannot hear the sound of a bulb. Doesn't mean that the sun rays don't have a sound. We just cannot hear it. We are not made up for it, you know? Um, so bringing this awareness to that there that energy is circular. There is no beginning and no end. It just shifts form. So that I am, you know, in the circuit of energy, as long as I'm here on this planet, this energy runs through me and it is circular, moves yeah. up and down. Then there is this energy between two people. <coughs> and then there is the, <coughs> Excuse me. the energy that runs between all people like there's energy running between you and me and you and freddie and the three of us you know mm -hmm. if we were in the same room we could do this we could demonstrate it yeah i can feel it i can feel it when you all were were had your hand on each other and you were doing the breathing releasing right. and take receiving the love i have feel the love energy i mean i just think you both have such a magnetic uh connection you know and when you're doing that you you can absolutely feel it i love these techniques and i'm going to um definitely um try them on some of the couples that i'm working with um you gotta come to a workshop <laughs> yes okay so with that we've got about a minute and 20 seconds share with my listeners where can they come to the workshops where they can get that free download it's going to be in the link uh, in the description uh, when the uh, show airs and where else can they connect with you yes thank you so much so uh, our website is tantranova.com t-a-n-t-r-a-n-o-v-a.com the new tantra tantra nova lots of stuff available uh, that you can browse and learn more and then we have this free gift to you for you which is called ignite your relationship ignite your relationship with yourself and ignite your relationship that you may be in already or that you are you know wishing to come into your life or you may be dating all of that can be applied also in dating relationships and uh, so ignite your relationship uh, relationship yes and it's a download it's an introductory workshop so you will learn further practices that pick up from the place where we you know ended up here so that you can bring these practices into your own life with yourself their solo and partner practices thank you so much again it's such a pleasure to have you um again anytime you want to come back to talk more about this sexual enlightenment i love it uh dr elsbeth moit and freddie zental weaver thank you so much thanks dr erica thanks for listening to master your mind with dr erica we will be back next with another terrific episode that will allow you to master your mind Please visit HempHappier.com for more information about Dr. Erica and CBD oil. See you next week.